Chapter Eight of the Experienced English Housekeeper by Elizabeth Raffold. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Observations upon preserving. When you make any kind of jelly, take care you don't let any of the seeds from the fruit fall into your jelly, nor squeeze it too near, for that will prevent your jelly from being so clear. Pound your sugar and let it dissolve in the syrup before you set it on the fire. It makes the scum rise well, and the jelly a better colour. It is a great fault to boil any kind of jellies too high. It makes them a dark colour. You must never keep green sweetmeats in the first syrup longer than the receipt directs, lest you spoil their colour. You must take the same care with the oranges and lemons. As to cherries and damsons and most sorts of stone fruit, put over them either mutton suet rendered, or a board to keep them down, or they will rise out of the syrup and spoil the whole jar, by giving them a sour, bad taste. Observe to keep all wet sweetmeats in a dry, cool place, for a wet, damp place will make them mould, and a hot place will dry up the virtue and make them candy. The best direction I can give is to dip writing paper in brandy and lay it close to your sweetmeats. Tie them well down with white paper, and two-fold of thick cap paper to keep out the air, for nothing can be a greater fault than bad tying down and leaving the pots open. To make orange jelly. Take half a pound of hartshorn shavings and two quarts of spring water. Let it boil till it be reduced to a quart. Pour it clear off. Let it stand till it is cold. Then take half a pint of spring water and the rinds of three oranges pared very thin and the juice of six. Let them stand all night, strain them through a fine hair sieve, melt the jelly and pour the orange liquor to it. Sweeten it to your taste with double refined sugar. Put to it a blade or two of mace, four or five cloves, half a small nutmeg and the rind of a lemon. Beat the whites of five eggs to a froth. Mix it very well with your jelly, set it over a clear fire, boil it three or four minutes, run it through your jelly bag several times till it is clear, and when you pour it in your bag, take great care you don't shake it. To make hartshorn jelly. Put two quarts of water into a clean pan with half a pound of hartshorn shavings. Let it simmer till near one half is reduced, strain it off, then put in the peel of four oranges and two lemons, pared very thin. Boil them five minutes. Put to it the juice of the before-mentioned lemons and oranges, with about ten ounces of double refined sugar. Beat the whites of six eggs to a froth. Mix them carefully with your jelly, that you do not poach the eggs. Just let it boil up, then run it through a jelly bag till it is clear. To make red currant jelly. Gather your currants when they are dry and full ripe. Strip them off the stalks, put them in a large stew pot, tie a paper over them and let them stand an hour in a cool oven. Strain them through a cloth and to every quart of juice add a pound and a half of loaf sugar broken into small lumps. Stir it gently over a clear fire till your sugar is melted. Skim it well, let it boil pretty quick twenty minutes, pour it hot into your pots. If you let it stand, it will break the jelly. It will not set so well as when it is hot. Put brandy papers over them and keep them in a dry place for use. 
MB. You can make jelly of half red and half white currants the same way. To make black currant jelly. Get your currants when they are ripe and dry. Pick them off the stalks and put them in a large stew pot. To every ten quarts of currants put a quart of water. Tie a paper over them and set them in a cool oven for two hours. Then squeeze them through a very thin cloth. To every quart of juice add a pound and a half of loaf sugar broken in small pieces. Stir it gently till the sugar is melted. When it boils skim it well. Let it boil pretty quick for half an hour over a clear fire. Then pour it into pots. Put brandy papers over them and keep them for use. To make a red raspberry jam. Gather your raspberries when they are ripe and dry. Pick them very carefully from the stalks and dead ones crush them in a bowl with a silver or wooden spoon. Pewter is apt to turn them a purple colour. As soon as you have crushed them strew in their own weight of loaf sugar and half their weight of currant juice baked and strained as for jelly. Then set them over a clear slow fire boil them half an hour skim them well and keep stirring them all the time then put them into pots or glasses with brandy papers over them and keep them for use. MB. As soon as you have got your berries strew in your sugar don't let them stand long before you boil them and it will preserve their flavour. To make a white raspberry jam get your raspberries dry and full ripe crush them fine and strew in their own weight of loaf sugar and half their weight of the juice of white currants. Boil them half an hour over a clear slow fire skim them well and put them into pots or glasses. Tie them down with brandy papers and keep them dry for use. NB. Strew in your sugar as in the red raspberry jam. To make red strawberry jam. Gather the scarlet strawberries very ripe. Bruise them very fine and put to them a little juice of strawberries. Beat and sift their weight in sugar. Strew it among them and put them in the preserving pan. Set them over a clear slow fire. Skim them and boil them 20 minutes, then put them in pots or glasses for use. To make green gooseberry jam. Take the green walnut gooseberries when they are full grown, but not ripe. Cut them in two and pick out the seeds. Then put them in a pan of water, green them as you do the gooseberries, in imitation of hops, and lay them on a sieve to drain. Then beat them in a marble mortar with their weight in sugar. Then take a quart of gooseberries, boil them to mash in a quart of water, then squeeze them, and to every pint of liquor put a pound of fine loaf sugar. Boil and skim it, then put in your green gooseberries, boil them till they are very thick, clear, and a pretty green, then put them in glasses for use. To make black currant jam. Get your black currants when they are full ripe, pick them clear from the stalks, and bruise them in a bowl with a wooden mallet. To every two pounds of currants put a pound and a half of loaf sugar beat fine. Put them into a preserving pan, boil them full half an hour, skim it and stir it all the time, then put it in the pots and keep for use. To preserve red currants in bunches. Stone your currants and tie six or seven bunches together with a thread to a piece of split deal about the length of your finger. 
Weigh the currants and put the weight of double refined sugar in your preserving pan with a little water and boil it till the sugar flies. Then put the currants in and just give them a boil up and cover them till next day. Then take them out and either dry them or put them in glasses with the syrup boiled up with a little of the juice of red currants. Put brandy paper over them and tie them close down with another paper and set them in a dry place. To preserve white currants in bunches. Stone your currants and tie them in bunches as before and put them in the preserving pan with their weight of double refined sugar beat and sifted fine. Let them stand all night. Then take some pippins, pare, core and boil them but don't stir the apples. Only press them down with the back of your spoon. When the water is strong of the apple add to it the juice of a lemon, strain it through a jelly bag till it runs quite clear. To every pint of your liquor put a pound of double refined sugar, boil it up to a strong jelly, put it to your currants and boil them till they look clear. Cover them in the preserving pan with paper till they are almost cold, then put a bunch of currants in your glasses and fill it up with jelly. When they are cold wet papers in brandy and lay over them, tie another on and set them in a dry place. To preserve currants for tarts Get your currants when they are dry and pick them. To every pound and a quarter of currants put a pound of sugar into a preserving pan with as much juice of currants as will dissolve it. When it boils skim it and put in your currants and boil them till they are clear. Put them into a jar, lay brandy paper over, tie them down and keep them in a dry place. To preserve cucumbers Take small cucumbers and large ones that will cut into quarters, the greenest and most free from seeds you can get. Put them in a strong salt and water in a straight mouth jar with a cabbage leaf to keep them down. Tie a paper over them, set them in a warm place till they are yellow, wash them out and set them over the fire in fresh water with a little salt in and a fresh cabbage leaf over them. Cover the pan very close but take care they don't boil. If they are not a fine green, change your water and it will help them, and make them hot and cover them as before. When they are a good green, take them off the fire, let them stand till they are cold, then cut the large ones in quarters, take out the seeds and soft parts, then put them in cold water and let them stand two days, but change the water twice each day to take out the salt. Take a pound of single refined sugar and half a pint of water. Set it over the fire. When you have skimmed it clean, put the rind of a lemon, one ounce of ginger, with the outside scraped off. When your syrup is pretty thick, take it off, and when it is cold, wipe the cucumbers dry and put them in. Boil the syrup once in two or three days, for three weeks, and strengthen the syrup if required for the greatest danger of them spoiling is at first. The syrup is to be quite cold when you put it to your cucumbers. To preserve grapes in brandy. Take some close bunches of grapes, but not too ripe, either red or white. Put them into a jar with a quarter of a pound of sugar candy and fill the jar with common brandy. Tie it close with a bladder and set them in a dry place. Morello cherries are done the same way. To preserve Kentish or Golden Pippins 
boil the rind of an orange very tender, then lay it in water for two or three days. Take a quart of golden pippins, pare, core, quarter, and boil them to a strong jelly, and run it through a jelly bag. Then take twelve pippins, pare them, and scrape out the cores. Put two pounds of loaf sugar into a stew pan with near a pint of water. When it boils, skim it and put in your pippins with the orange rind in thin slices. Let them boil fast till the sugar is very thick and will almost candy. Then put in a pint of the pippin jelly, boil them fast till the jelly is clear. Then squeeze in the juice of a lemon, give it one boil and put them into pots or glasses with the orange peel. To preserve green codlins that will keep all the year. Take codlings about the size of a walnut, with the stalks and a leaf or two on. Put a handful of vine leaves into a brass pan of spring water, then a lay of codlings, then vine leaves. Do so till the pan is full. Cover it close that no steam can get out. Set it on a slow fire. When they are soft, take off the skins with a penknife and put them in the same water with the vine leaves. It must be quite cold, or it will be apt to crack them. Put in a little roach alum, and set them over a very slow fire until they are green, which will be in three or four hours. Then take them out and lay them on a sieve to drain. Make a good syrup and give them a gentle boil once a day for three days. Then put them in small jars. Put brandy paper over, and keep them for use. To preserve green apricots. Gather your apricots before their stones are hard. Put them into a pan of hard water, with plenty of vine leaves. Set them over a slow fire till they are quite yellow. Then take them out and rub them with a flannel and salt to take off the lint. Put them into the pan to the same water and leaves. Cover them close. Set them a great distance from the fire till they are a fine light green. Then take them carefully up. Pick all the bad coloured and broken ones out. Boil the best gently for two or three times in a thin syrup. Let them be quite cold every time. When they look plump and clear, make a syrup of double refined sugar, but not too thick. Give your apricots a gentle boil in it, then put them into pots or glasses. Dip papers in brandy, lay it over them, and keep them for use. Then take all the broken and bad coloured ones and boil them in the first syrup for tarts. To preserve gooseberries green. Take green walnut gooseberries when they are full grown and take out the seeds. Put them in cold water, cover them close with vine leaves and set them over a slow fire. When they are hot, take them off and let them stand and when they are cold, Set them on again till they are pretty green, then put them on a sieve to drain, and have ready a syrup made of a pound of double refined sugar and half a pint of spring water. The syrup is to be cold when the gooseberries are put in, and boil them till they are clear. Then set them by for a day or two, then give them two or three scalds, and then put them into pots or glasses for use. To preserve green gooseberries in imitation of hops. Take the largest green walnut gooseberries you can get. Cut them at the stalk end in four quarters, leaving them whole at the blossom end. Then take out all the seeds and put five or six, one in another. 
take a needleful of strong thread with a large knot at the end, run the needle through the bunch of gooseberries, and tie a knot to fasten them together, they resemble hops, and put cold spring water in your pan, a large handful of vine leaves in the bottom, and three or four lays of gooseberries, with plenty of vine leaves between every lay, and over the top of your pan, cover it so that no steam can get out, and set them on a slow fire. When they are scalding hot, take them off and let them stand till they are cold, then set them on again till they are a good green, then take them off and let them stand till they are quite cold, then put them in a sieve to drain, make a thin syrup to every pint of water, put in a pound of common loaf sugar, boil and skim it well, when it is about half cold put in your gooseberries and let them stand till the next day, then give them one boil a day for three days, then make a syrup, to every pint of water put a pound of fine sugar, a slice of ginger, and a little lemon peel cut lengthway, exceeding thin, boil and skim it well, give your gooseberries a boil in it, when they are cold, put them into glasses or pots, lay papers dipped in brandy over them, tie them up, and keep them for use. To preserve sprigs green, gather the sprigs of mustard when it is going to seed, put them in a pan of spring water, with a great many vine leaves under and over them, put to them one ounce of roach alum, set it over a gentle fire, when it is hot take it off and let it stand till it is quite cold, then cover it very close, and hang it a great height over a slow fire, when they are green, take out the sprigs, and lay them on a sieve to drain, then make a good syrup, boil your sprigs in it once a day for three days, put them in and keep them for use. They are very pretty to stick in the middle of a preserved orange, or garnish a set of salvers. You may preserve young peas when they are just come into pod the same way. To preserve green gauge plums. Take the finest plums you can get just before they are ripe, put them in a pan with a lay of vine leaves at the bottom of your pan, then a lay of plums, do so till your pan is almost full, then fill it with water, set them on a slow fire. When they are hot and their skins begin to rise, take them off, and take the skins carefully off. Put them on a sieve as you do them, then lay them in the same water, with a lay of leaves betwixt. As you did at the first, cover them very close, so that no steam can get out, and hang them a great distance from the fire till they are green which will be five or six hours at least. Then take them carefully up, lay them on a hair sieve to drain, make a good syrup, give them a gentle boil in it twice a day for two days, take them out, and put them into a fine clear syrup. Put a paper dipped in brandy over them, and keep them for use. To preserve walnuts black. Take the small kind of walnuts, put them in salt and water, change the water every day for nine days, then put them in a sieve, let them stand in the air until they begin to turn black, then put them into a jug, and pour boiling water over them, and let them stand till the next day, then put them in a sieve to drain, stick a clove into each end of your walnut, put them into a pan of boiling water, let them boil five minutes, then take them up, make a thin syrup, 
scald them in it three or four times a day till your walnuts are black and bright then make a thick syrup with a few cloves and a little ginger cut in slices skim it well put in your walnuts boil them five or six minutes and put them in your jars wet your paper with brandy lay it over them and tie them down with bladders the first year they are a little bitter but the second year they will be very good to preserve walnuts green take large french walnuts when they are a little larger than a good nutmeg wrap every walnut in vine leaves tie it round with a string then put them into a large quantity of salt and water let them lie in it for three days then put them in fresh salt and water and let them lie in that for three days longer then take them out and lay a large quantity of vine leaves in the bottom of your pan then a layer of walnuts then vine leaves do so till your pan is full but take great care the walnuts do not touch one another fill your pan with hard water with a little bit of roach alum set it over the fire till the water is very hot but don't let it boil take it off let them stand in the water till it is quite cold then set them over the fire again when they are green take the pan off the fire and when the water is quite cold take out the walnuts lay on them a sieve a good distance from each other have ready a thin syrup boiled and skimmed when it is pretty cool put in your walnuts let them stand all night the next day give them several scalds but don't let them boil keep your preserving pan close covered and when you see that they look bright and a pretty colour have ready made a rich syrup of fine loaf sugar with a few slices of ginger and two or three blades of mace scald your walnuts in it put them in small jars with paper dipped in brandy over them tie them down with bladders and keep them for use preserve walnuts white take the large french walnuts full grown but not shelled pare them till you see the white appear put them in salt and water as you do them have ready boiling a large saucepan full of soft water boil them in it five minutes take them up and lay them betwixt two cloths till you have made a thin syrup boil them gently in it for four or five minutes then put them in a jar stop them up close that no steam can get out if it does it will spoil their colour the next day boil them again when they are cold make a fresh thick syrup with two or three slices of ginger and a blade of mace boil and skim it well then give your walnuts a boil in it and put them in glass jars with papers dipped in brandy laid over them and tie bladders over them to keep out the air to make orange marmalade take the clearest seville oranges you can get cut them in two then take all the pulp and juice out into a basin pick all the seeds and skins out of it boil the rinds in hard water till they are tender change the water two or three times while they are boiling then pound them in a marble mortar add to it the juice and pulp and put them in the preserving pan with double its weight of loaf sugar set it over a slow fire boil it a little more than half an hour then put it into pots with brandy papers over them to make transparent marmalade take very pale seville oranges cut them in quarters take out the pulp and put it into a basin 
Pick the skins and seeds out, put the peels in a little salt and water, let them stand all night, then boil them in a good quantity of spring water till they are tender. Then cut them in very thin slices, and put them to the pulp. To every pound of marmalade put a pound and a half of double refined sugar beat fine. Boil them together gently for twenty minutes. If it is not clear and transparent, boil it five or six minutes longer. Keep stirring it gently all the time, and take care you do not break the slices. When it is cold, put it into jelly or sweetmeat glasses. Tie them down with brandy papers over them. They are pretty for a dessert of any kind. To make quince marmalade. Get your quinces when they are full ripe. Pare them and cut them into quarters. Then take out the core and put them into a saucepan that is well tinned. Cover them with the parings. Fill the saucepan near full of spring water. Cover it close and let them stew over a slow fire till they are soft and of a pink colour. Then pick out all your quinces from the parings. Beat them to a pulp in marble mortar. Take their weight of fine loaf sugar. Put as much water to it as will dissolve it. Boil and skim it well. Then put in your quinces and boil them gently three quarters of an hour. Keep stirring it all the time, or it will stick to the pan and burn. When it is cold, put it into flat sweetmeat pots, and tie it down with brandy paper. To make apricot marmalade. When you preserve your apricots, pick out all the bad ones, and those that are too ripe for keeping. Boil them in the syrup till they will mash, then beat them in a marble mortar to a paste. Take half their weight of loaf sugar, and put as much water to it as will dissolve it. Boil and skim it well. Boil them till they look clear, and the syrup thick like a fine jelly. Then put it into your sweetmeat glasses, and keep them for use. To preserve green pineapples. Get your pineapples before they are ripe, and lay them in a strong salt and water five days. Then put a large handful of vine leaves in the bottom of a large saucepan, and put in your pineapple. Fill up your pan with vine leaves, then pour on the salt and water it was laid in. Cover it up very close, and set it over a slow fire. Let it stand till it is a fine light green. Have ready a thin syrup, made of a quart of water, and a pound of double refined sugar. When it is almost cold, put it into a deep jar, and put in the pineapple with the top on. Let it stand a week, and take care that it is well covered with the syrup. Then boil your syrup again, and pour it carefully into your jar, lest you break the top of your pineapple, and let it stand eight or ten weeks, and give the syrup two or three boils to keep it from moulding. Let your syrup stand till it is near cold before you pour it on. When your pineapple looks quite full and green, Take it out of the syrup, and make a thick syrup of three pounds of double refined sugar, with as much water as will dissolve it. Boil and skim it well. Put a few slices of white ginger in it. When it is near cold, pour it upon your pineapple, tie it down with a bladder, and the pineapple will keep many years and not shrink. But if you put it into thick syrup at the first, it will shrink for the strength of the syrup draws out the juice, and spoils it. M.B. It is a great fault to put any kind of fruit that is preserved whole into thick syrup at first.
to preserve red gooseberries to every quart of rough red gooseberries put in a pound of loaf sugar put your sugar into a preserving pan with as much water as will dissolve it boil and skim it well then put in your gooseberries let them boil a little and set them by till the next day then boil them till they look clear and the syrup thick then put them into pots or glasses cover them with brandy papers and keep them for use to preserve strawberries whole get the finest scarlet strawberries with their stalks on before they are too ripe then lay them separately on a china dish beat and sift twice their weight of double refined sugar and strew it over them then take a few ripe scarlet strawberries crush them and put them into a jar with their weight of double refined sugar beat small cover them close and let them stand in a kettle of boiling water till they are soft and the syrup is come out of them then strain them through a muslin rag into a tossing pan boil and skim it well when it is cold put in your whole strawberries and set them over the fire till they are milk warm then take them off and let them stand till they are quite cold then set them on again and make them a little hotter do so several times till they look clear but don't let them boil it will fetch the stalks off when the strawberries are cold put them into jelly glasses with their stalks downwards and fill up your glasses with the syrup tie them down with brandy papers over them they are very pretty amongst jellies and creams and proper for setting out a dessert of any kind to preserve white raspberries whole get your raspberries when they are turning white with the stalks on about an inch long lay them single on a dish beat and sift their weight of double refined sugar strew it over them to every quart of raspberries take a quart of white currant juice put to it its weight of double refined sugar boil and skim it well then put in your raspberries and give them a scald take them off and let them stand for two hours then set them on again and make them a little hotter so do for two or three times till they look clear but don't let them boil it will make the stalks come off when they are pretty cool put them into jelly glasses with the stalks down and keep them for use mb you may preserve red raspberries in the same way only take red currant juice instead of white to preserve morello cherries get your cherries when they are full ripe take out the stalks and prick them with a pin to every two pounds of cherries put a pound and a half of loaf sugar beat part of your sugar and strew it over them let them stand all night dissolve the rest of your sugar in half a pint of the juice of currants set it over a slow fire and put in the cherries with the sugar and give them a gentle scald let them stand all night again and give them another scald then take them carefully out and boil your syrup till it is thick then pour it upon your cherries if you find it be too thin boil it again to preserve barberries in bunches take the female barberries pick out all the largest bunches then pick the rest from the stalks put them in as much water as will make a syrup for your bunches boil them till they are soft then strain them through a sieve to every pint of the juice put a pound and a half of loaf sugar boil and scum it well 
and to every pint of syrup put half a pound of barberries in bunches. Boil them till they look very fine and clear, then put them carefully into pots or glasses. Tie brandy papers over and keep them for use. To preserve barberries for tarts. Pick the female barberries clean from the stalks, then take their weight in loaf sugar, put them in a jar and set them in a kettle of boiling water till the sugar is melted and the barberries quite soft. The next day put them in a preserving pan and boil them fifteen minutes. Then put them in jars and keep them in a dry cool place. To preserve damsons. Take the small long damsons, pick off the stalks and prick them with a pin. Then put them into a deep pot with half their weight of loaf sugar pounded. Set them in a moderate oven till they are soft. Then take them out and give the syrup a boil and pour it upon them. Do so for two or three times. Then take them carefully out and put them into the jars you intend to keep them in and pour over them rendered mutton suet. Tie a bladder over them and keep them for use in a very cool place. To preserve magnum bonum plums. Take the large yellow plums, put them in a pan full of spring water, set them over a slow fire. Keep putting them down with a spoon till you find the skin will come off. Then take them up and peel the skin off with a penknife. Put them in a fine thin syrup and give them a gentle boil. Then take them off and turn them pretty often in the syrup, or the outside will turn brown. When they are quite cold, set them over the fire again. Let them boil five or six minutes. Then take them off and turn them very often in the syrup till they are near cold. Then take them out and lay them separately on a flat china dish. Strain the syrup through a muslin rag. Add to it the weight of the plums of fine loaf sugar. Boil and skim it very well. Then put in your plums. Boil them till they look clear. Then put them carefully into jars or glasses. Cover them well with the syrup or they will lose their colour. Put brandy papers and a bladder over them. To preserve wine sours. Take the finest wine sours you can get. Pick off the stalks, run them down the seam with a pin only skin deep, then take half their weight of loaf sugar pounded and lay it betwixt your plums in layers till your jars is full. Set them in a kettle of boiling water till they are soft, then drain the syrup from them and give it a boil and pour it on them. Do so for several times till you see the skin look hard and the plums clear. Let them stand a week. Then take them out one by one and put them into glasses, jars or pots. Give your syrup a boil. If you have not syrup enough, boil a little clarified sugar with your syrup and fill up your glasses, jars or pots with it and put brandy papers over and tie a bladder over them to keep out the air or they will lose their colour and grow a purple. They are pretty with either steeple cream, any kind of flummeries or under a silver web. To preserve apricots. Pare your apricots and thrust out the stones with a skewer. To every pound of apricots put a pound of loaf sugar, strew part of it over them and let them stand till the next day. Then give them a gentle boil three or four different times. Let them go cold betwixt every time. 
take them out of the syrup one by one the last time as you boil them skim your syrup very well boil it till it looks thick and clear then pour it over your apricots and put brandy papers over them to preserve peaches get the largest peaches before they are too ripe rub off the lint with a cloth then run them down the seam with a pin skin deep cover them with french brandy tie a bladder over them and let them stand a week then take them out and make a strong syrup for them boil and skim it well put in your peaches and boil them till they look clear then take them out and put them into pots or glasses mix the syrup with the brandy when it is cold pour it on your peaches tie them close down with a bladder that the air cannot get in or the peaches will turn black to preserve quinces whole pare your quinces very thin and round that they may look like a screw then put them into a well tinned saucepan with a new pewter spoon in the middle of them and fill your saucepan with hard water and lay the parings over your quinces to keep them down cover your saucepan so close that the steam cannot get out set them over a slow fire till they are soft and a fine pink colour let them stand till they are cold and make a good syrup of double refined sugar boil and skim it well then put in your quinces let them boil ten minutes take them off and let them stand two or three hours then boil them till the syrup looks thick and the quinces clear then put them in deep jars with brandy papers and leather over them keep them in a dry place for use m b you may preserve quinces in quarters the same way to preserve oranges carved take the fairest seville oranges you can get cut the rinds with a penknife in what form you please draw out the part of your peel as you cut them and put them into salt and hard water let them stand for three days to take out the bitter then boil them an hour in a large saucepan of fresh water with salt in it but don't cover them it will spoil the colour then take them out of the salt and water and boil them ten minutes in a thin syrup for four or five days together then put them into a deep jar let them stand two months and then make a thick syrup and just give them a boil in it let them stand till the next day then put them in your jar with brandy papers over tie them down with a bladder and keep them for use m b you may preserve whole oranges without carving the same way only don't let them boil so long and keep them in a very thin syrup at first or it will make them shrink and wither always observe to put salt in the water for either oranges preserved or any kind of orange chips to preserve oranges in jelly take seville oranges and cut a hole out at the stalk as large as a sixpence and scoop out the pulp quite clean tie them separately in muslin and lay them in spring water for two days change the water twice a day then boil them in the muslin till tender upon a slow fire as the water wasteth put hot water into the pan and keep them covered weigh the oranges before you scoop them and to every pound put two pounds of double refined sugar and one pint of water boil the sugar and water with the juice of the oranges to a syrup scum it very well let it stand till cold 
then put in the oranges and boil them half an hour. If they are not quite clear, boil them once a day for two or three days. Pare and core some green pippins, and boil them till the water is strong of the apple, but don't stir the apples. Only put them down in the water with the back of a spoon, strain the water through a jelly bag till quite clear, then to every pint of water put one pound of double refined sugar, and the juice of a lemon strained fine. Boil it up to a strong jelly, drain the oranges out of the syrup, put them into glass jars or pots the size of an orange with the holes upwards, and pour the jelly over them. Cover them with brandy papers, and tie them close down with bladders. MB. You may do lemons the same way. To preserve lemons. Carve or pare your lemons very thin, and make a round hole on the top the size of a shilling. Take out all the pulp and skins, rub them with salt, and put them in spring water as you do them, to prevent them from turning black. Let them lie in for five or six days, then boil them in fresh salt and water fifteen minutes. Have ready made a thin syrup of a quart of water and a pound of loaf sugar. Boil them in it five minutes, once a day for four or five days. Then put them into a large jar. Let them stand for six or eight weeks, and it will make them look clear and plump. Then take them out of that syrup, or they will mould. Make a syrup of fine sugar. Put as much water to it as will dissolve it. Boil and skim it. Then put in your lemons and boil them gently till they are clear. Then put them into a jar with brandy papers over them. Tie them close down and keep them in a dry place for use. To preserve oranges with marmalade. Pare your oranges as thin as you can. Then cut a hole in the stalk end the size of a sixpence. Take out all the pulp. Then put your oranges in salt and water. Boil them a little more than an hour, but don't cover them. It will turn them a bad colour. Have ready made a syrup of a pound of fine loaf sugar with a pint of water. Put in your oranges, boil them till they look clear, then pick out all the skins and pippins out of your pulp, and cut one of your oranges into it as thin as possible, and take its weight of double refined sugar. Boil it in a clean tossing pan over a slow clear fire till it looks quite clear and transparent. When it is cold, take your oranges out and fill them with your marmalade and put on your top and put them in your syrup again. Let them stand for two months, then make a syrup of double refined sugar with as much water as will dissolve it. Boil and skim it well, then give your oranges a boil in it, put brandy papers over and tie them down with a bladder. They will keep for several years. To make bullus cheese. Take your bullus when they are full ripe, put them into a pot, and to every quart of bullus, put a quarter of a pound of loaf sugar, beat small. Bake them in a moderate oven till they are soft, then rub them through a hair sieve. To every pound of pulp, add half a pound of loaf sugar beat fine, then boil it an hour and a half over a slow fire, and keep stirring it all the time. Then pour it into potting pots, and tie brandy papers over them, and keep them in a dry place. When it has stood a few months, it will cut out very bright and fine. MB. 
you may make slow cheese the same way. To make elder rob. Gather your elderberries when they are full ripe. Pick them clean from the stalks, put them in large stew pots, and tie a paper over them. Put them in a moderate oven, let them stand for two hours, then take them out and put them in a thin coarse cloth, and squeeze out all the juice you can get. Then put eight quarts into a well-tinned copper, set it over a slow fire, let it boil till it be reduced to one quart. When it grows near done, keep stirring it to prevent its burning to the bottom, then put it into potting pots. Let it stand two or three days in the sun, then dip a paper in sweet oil the size of your pot, and lay it on. Tie it down with a bladder, and keep it in a very dry place for use. To make a black currant rob. Get your currants when they are ripe. Pick, bake, and squeeze them the same as you did the elderberries. Then put six quarts of the juice into a large tossing pan. Boil it over a slow fire till it is pretty thick. Keep stirring it till it is reduced to one quart. Pour it into flat pots, dry it, and tie it down the same way as you did your elder rob. End of chapter 8